Hello, folks, and welcome to the year 2022. Uh, if you've been on the internet for more than a couple of minutes so far this year, uh, you know that this year we're going to be getting February 22nd, 2022. We'll also be getting a 2 a.m. and a 22 minutes after 2 a.m. So this year, in addition to all that, we will be getting a 2 a 2.22 a.m. on 2.22 of the 22nd year on a Tuesday. I really honestly just couldn't think of an intro, and I was being really lazy, so you get some BuzzFeed-level shit for it. Just music. Probably one of my weakest intros ever. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree. Usually your intros are pretty fucking spot on, but that was amongst your weaker ones. Was, I think it was actually different. better when you did the test run for some reason. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. It's it's distinctly possible. Um, I I switched how my my prompter, my script read is, how it's oriented. So I keep forgetting that I need to have it the other way around. My script read needs to be on the right, and my my monitor, stuff, my monitor stuff needs to be on the left because my camera is on the right. Right. So if I want to actually speak to camera, I need to be on the right. So do that. Just, oh God. Okay. Shrink this window down just a little bit. <laughs> hey, folks, how are you doing so far today on this, the 15th day of 2022? I'm very happy. I'm very chipper. In good mood. Welcome to episode 159 of what used to be called Azeroth Coast to Coast and is now for a little while been in the Coast to Coast Expanded Universe. Woo. How are we all doing today? I'm happy. It's good to be back. Yeah. I'm glad to see everybody. Hang out, yeah, chat. It's good, to, it's good to see everybody again. Yes, definitely. We took uh, the last month off pretty much. Uh, still not sure why we took Jan the first episode of January off. That didn't make any sense to me, but... Because it was the first episode of January would have been on January 1st, and everybody would have been recovering from December 31st. <laughs> I would have been really fucking shit-faced. <laughs> I, yeah, I, think, I think he's questioning why we took off last week. It's so that our schedules remained the same. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. That's actually correct. That's the, uh, that's the yeah. question I was asking more than anything. Yeah, we took all so uh, the the I think the first would have been our first episode, but at the same time we were all going to be really shit based, so we didn't want to do that. We skipped last yep. week to keep the schedule the same as it as it would have been throughout the rest of the year. Yep, I think we might because I mean, regardless of what we do, we're always going to run afoul of either Christmas week or New Year's mm -hmm. on the show. We're gonna regardless of how it goes, we're always going to run afoul of it. So yeah, I think we might. So, like, this year, I'm definitely, we talked about this last year a little bit, but this year, definitely, I'd like to sit down and try to start a programming schedule with you guys. Sure. Uh, yeah. 
I, we've talked about doing other stuff for like the last Chris, you and I have been talking about doing other stuff for like four years now. And we've and never done it. Nothing's ever come of it. Um, I'd like to say like 2022, the year we start kind of like trying to focus down a little bit more on that. Not because we do, we make anything off of this because we don't. No, we don't. We don't. This is this is us just having fun. Like like ninety nine point nine percent of every podcast out there, this is just an excuse for us to hang out. So yeah. Um. So yeah, just to see if we can figure out something else that we can talk about at some point. Um. Neff, so, you're muted. Uh, yeah, you are. You are definitely muted, Neff. Ah. <laughs> the spawn keeps asking about D and D. Yeah, I know. We've been uh, it, right now. The biggest problem is trying to get everybody into a group at the same time frame, because Chris, Chris's no, time even frame is, even just the one shot. I, I know that's the problem is getting everybody in at the same time, because you and I are the closest in time frame to each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you, so me, we, and Kevin are you're you're in between me and Kevin now. And I'm then, exactly two hours yeah. between each of you because you're one hour ahead of Eastern time. Yeah. Or yeah, you're one hour ahead of yeah. Eastern time. So I'm exactly two hours between each of you because each of you is two hours away from me in either direction. Um, Chris is five hours ahead of me. Six. Uh, six. I think. I was gonna say six. Because we we ended we haven't started daylight savings. We're back on yet. we're back on GMT. You're back on GMT. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, you're six. Um, so Chris is six hours ahead of me. So as we sit record this at 10 a.m. on a Saturday, it is currently 4 p.m. for Christopher. Mm -hmm. And it's 12 for me. Noon for Neff. And this would be 8 a.m. for Kevin. So it's, it's, I think the biggest problem with the D&D &D stuff and like getting the one shot is just getting a good day for everybody. Chris typically has a pretty packed week. Uh, in terms of his social stuff, like what he does, uh, I have been more social than I have ever ever been. It tends <laughs> to keep him very busy because he. You're still doing what two D and D campaigns right now? Uh, one. Uh, well, I'm doing one on a on a rotating Saturday. So actually, the opposite Saturday of when we're doing the show, I have a D and D, <laughs> and then I have a weekly that I'm going to speak to if we can do fortnightly um, on a Sunday face-to-face, -face, but that might obviously, depending on how COVID restrictions go in Scotland, might ch yep. change. And he's got, uh, he's got a bunch of other stuff he goes on with, other, with the other games and things like that. So Chris, Chris and Kevin are probably the hardest to get pinned down. Kevin is just because he's so much earlier compared to everybody else. Because, you know, we used to start the show at about 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning. That would have been like 6 or 7 for Kevin. Where he's with him currently being in California. So Yeah, so we've shifted uh, everything. Just, but yeah. Yeah. Which is why the show now starts closer to... A lot of days it starts closer to like 11 a.m. Uh, that just makes it easier on Kevin because he can actually be here with us while we're doing the show notes and not... And get a night's sleep. <laughs> and get a night's sleep. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... I'd like to, we'll need to sit and talk about this and try to figure out a good day for some of this stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I really, 
I'd really like to get down and dirty with some of these things that we've talked about doing in the past, and we'll see how it all the, goes. The one that I really want to get going, and I think it's the one that you and I have been the most excited about getting going, mm-hmm. story time. Yeah, I, I mean, there's, there's, we've talked about WoW. So Doesn't even have to be WoW, that's the thing. I Well, I know, I know. What I'm saying is we've talked about WoW so much in the past that there, there's a decent understanding of everything. I think we've covered everything that is not like the most up-to-date stuff going dealing with the Zoval, the Jailer, and all that other five-dimensional chess bullshit that's going on with that story. Right I mean, you've got... Um, Shadowlands had actually, such potential. Actually, it had such actually, fucking Chris, potential. Have you seen, have you seen that video Tal- uh, Taliesin and Evatel did about... Um, I have not how- watched a, a WoW video and about a month and a half they actually had a really good point i mean they it, it's it's taliesin talking about things and he's just like you know i don't agree with this but this actually makes sense and basically it's not that it's not that you know this is all 5d chess on zoval's part it's just like this is him just he's been throwing shit at the wall for thousands of years and this is the one that stuck eventually <laughs> He's just been, like, spitballing things just randomly. And this is the and thing that finally like, worked. This, this one just finally worked. He had so many other opportunities, and he's taken thousands of other chances, but this, like, this one shot actually did work. But the thing is, if, if we can get, like, story time going, we'd be able to talk about uh, 14, we'd be able to talk about, like, our Mass Effect tinfoil hats that are for the new game coming out. You could, well, you could like, go into some uh, Monster Hunter stuff. I've delved into. I finished the MSQ completely a while back on fourteen. Is there new Mass Effect coming out? Did I know this? Um, yes, you yes, did. There's a, there's a four coming out at some point. It is in development. Okay. Yes, uh, it is. As far as we know, it's going to be about sixty, seventy years ahead of where three finished. Oh yes, and I do remember us talking about this. Okay. One of the lead developers, or one of the big important ones for it, said something about Andromeda playing its part in the four storyline. Which we all know just means it gets mentioned that uh, it, it, the Andromeda expedition blew up in the mass relay as they were, uh, well, not in the mass relay, but they blew up as they were traveling to the Andromeda galaxy, and this was all a dream. I am the only one that fucking liked Andromeda. I, never oh, I didn't it. give a shit. I never played it. I didn't give a shit. All I know is that it had a lot of issues at launch. It did, and which is why I'm glad I played the Polish complete version, because it. it it was fun. There was a lot of problems with it still, like the the fact that the com- that your decisions didn't actually matter. That was a fucking major what? problem. Um, but I like the characters. I like the story. I like the team. I miss um, I miss Ryder I, and the gang. I I'm gonna correct something for you, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sixty to seventy years till it comes out. Ah, okay, that makes more <laughs> sense. That makes way more sense to be fair. <laughs> um, I'd like to credit LB for that, for that joke. <laughs> Thank you, LB. Um, but yeah, um, there's a lot of stuff we've talked about doing, and I'd, I'd like to figure out a project that Neth and I could work on and talk about something, or you know. I, I doesn't have to be Gav and Neff talk about something. It could be Neff and Kevin or Neff and Chris. Like I don't have to be involved. <laughs> Neff and in Kevin argue everything. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch that. I, 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 I'd I, fucking watch I, that. I, I, I'd be a subscription for that. With a caveat, I love Kevin. I but Kevin and I would like you put us. It would be like okay, you two just we would argue. Just everything would be argue. <laughs> like. It 
would just inevitably come down to it would be like one of us would who be screaming and the other one. Yeah. Who, 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 starts, who screams and quits first? Who shuts down first? <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, between me and Kevin, I quit first. This oh, yeah. You, 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 100%. Did that. No, 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 no. That happened. We have that recorded. That's on the record. Okay. Have you never listened to episode 26? The lost episode? The lost episode? Okay. I, we, I will send you the link to the lost episode. Oh, my episode. God. Okay. Yeah, um, I need to hear this. We were having a, the TLDR, we were having a discussion about Diablo 3. Okay. It was Diablo in general. Time. Yeah, it was Diablo in general. It was a retrospective of the Diablo games, because Diablo 3 had come out not too, too long before that. And we were just having... We were talking about all the Diablo games and things like that, and then it got down into some nitty-gritty detail shit. And then I will leave you with... It's a fucking retrospective, Kevin! Boodoo. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome! Yep. That is exactly what happened. Oh my it's, god. It's great that Four and a half years on, we can still joke about it. <laughs> but, but see, I that's, will... why I, that's why I love our friendships. We give each other shit, but it's from a good place. You know, like, even when we're like, damn it, Kevin. Like, it's like, you know, like, damn it, Kevin. But, like, we still love Kevin. You know? like You sounded like there was a caveat there. <laughs> it sounded like there was a caveat. Like, we kind of love Kevin. <laughs> Yeah, you, there, there was a there was a rising inflection there, just a no, little bit on the end no, of that. No, 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 <laughs> we love Kevin. Um, but yes, so just be aware that I will be trying to do. Um, I don't know if we might do like a planning meeting or something on Twitch or something at some point. We'll see how it goes. Maybe one week where we're, where things are really slow, we just do like a planning meeting and just spitball ideas for a while. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Um. So, um, with the housekeeping shit out of the way, Chris, what have you been up to? Um, what have I done? I have been playing a crap ton of fourteen. Um, I am currently. S- I know, right? <laughs> I am currently sitting at eight level nineties. Uh, God. I have got. Not it's shock. really not. It's really not that hard. It's that, really not that it's hard. Really it's not really not that hard, especially when MSQ. If you get Praetorium, it gives you ninety-five percent of your level. Then you got your tails, and then you've got yes. I love my riding. fucking wondrous tails, hunt runs. Yeah, it's all good. Um, so I've got all the healers out. They're all capped out. I've got gun. Nope, warrior maxed out. I've got Summoner maxed out because they come with Scholar. Uh, I've got uh, Reaper and what's my physical range? Dancer. They're all maxed out. Out of the healers, who are you happiest with right now? Sage. I was gonna say, are you still liking the new one? I fucking I so <laughs> we cleared. It was P- so pretty watching you play that. Like it just looks pretty. We cleared P one Savage. I parsed a 99 for healing. Wow. That's, wow. I am like the 31st best sage on our server. Go you. Uh, No, on our data center. On our data center. And I'm just sitting here like, white mage, I'm dumb. Push button, everybody. Dude, white mage needs some fucking love. They're having mana gen issues. They're the only... Christopher, Mm -hmm. they've always had mana generation No, no, no. Even worse compared to before with the change to their, um, what's it called? 
Yeah, the change to thin air fucked them. Uh, they need some. They need some love. The thin air needs to be reverted back to the way it was. Um, well, and I think I think the consensus of the community is revert the thin air change and then actually make it so Aflitus uh, misery is not a DPS loss or a heal or a HPS loss. Yeah. Right now it is like just using your lilies is a loss mm-hmm. in terms of uh, healing or damage. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but um, I think the community has been talking, bitching about that for like a long time now. A long time. Yeah, so. um, White Mage's uh, DPS are amazing, uh, but the actual healing output, they are struggling compared to the other healers. Oh no, their healing output's great. No, their healing output. Until they run like, out of mana. No, no, no. So, <laughs> pur- pur- purely worded, purely worded. Their healing. <laughs> White Mages are very good, they're very strong. Comparatively to the other healers, their healing output is nowhere near where it needs to be. <clears throat> that's like the, the, if if I complain about any classes and uh, any jobs in fourteen, it, take it with the caveat that every single job is good and viable. It's it's, it's in comparison to the other jobs in the same category. I've chosen every like substandard like bottom tier class. I have machinist, dragoon, uh, white mage. Paladin and Red Mage. Okay, Machinist is the best of the physical ranged. Uh, actually, I believe it's not. I don't think Machinist is currently the best. Machinist the is. I thought they were getting nope. some changes because Machinist was not doing so well comparatively to the other uh, stuff. The, right so the other physical ranged are doing well, but Dancer is the one that needs the most love out of the three of them. That's right. Dancer is the one that needs the biggest amount of attention. That's right. Yes, Dancer needs the love right now. Uh, Machinist is the best because it is the selfish physical ranged. Mm-hmm. Machinist is running real good. Um, Bard and Dancer. Bard without gear, kind of shitty. Once you get gear, it scales real well. Um, Dancer just isn't scaling as it should be. It needs a little bit of love compared to the the other physical okay, range. Okay, so my my ranged physical is in good shape. Yes, uh, your paladin is fine. Paladin's a great tank. They're, they're getting potency changes because they're sh- they're falling behind the other tanks right now. Yeah, but it's a case of the it's a case of okay. So that's, that's the problem with fourteen. Like every class is really is balanced well, and they all work for all content. They're just comparatively to the the. There's a meta. There's always going to be a meta. Paladins just need a little bit of love to kind of push them into the meta. It's assuming I ever get paladin to 90 because I just, I hate tanking in this game. (laughs) I have had nothing but bad experiences being a tank. I know, I know. Um, From what I've been hearing from all of the tanks in our group, uh, I am spoiling them. Sage Sage just spoils them because all they're doing is complaining about other healers now. Mm. Um, like my, I, I do perfectly fine as white mage. Like if somebody goes crazy and does like the 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 larger walls, but I mean, it's it'll it's a struggle. But I have better tools than I did before. Double stack on divine venison and some other stuff. Like that's divine venison. Like the second stack on divine venison is charge on divine venison for during the wall during the running portion of the wall. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. That's huge. That's that's a big other heal that you've got so, to throw down on somebody. In the 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 sage, uh, when it comes to wall to wall pulls, I have, and I have a, I've, I've, I've picked up a rotation for it. So you know they've got the stacking uh, five stack shield. 
and then they've got the AOE yes. version of it. So the first I've not played any Sage at all. Okay, so they've got the five star the five the five stack shield, and then they've got an AOE version. They've also got an AOE pop that uh, does damage reduction and heal over time. So I pop the single target five stack shield and the dam and the damage reduction on the first pull, and then the next pull while they're on cooldown, I have the AOE shield, and then then they've got the the other damage reductions. There's so many damage reductions and heal over times at stage. I just cardio oh. the tank, pop all of them, and just DPS. <laughs> Can I just say, to, to, to finish off this Final Fantasy stuff real quick before you launch into the other portion of Final Fantasy stuff, because we've just been babbling about Final Fantasy. Uh, Can I just say that the, uh, that the new mechanic for White Mage sucks? Which one? I haven't really tried it. Uh, the, the, they get a flower they get to place on the floor, and then they get... Oh, yeah, the, the totem. You have to take damage. You have to take damage <clears throat> yourself. <laughs> For it to proc yeah. heal on everybody else. I mean, I hope this doesn't lead into Chris launching into the other Final Fantasy stuff because nobody else is, he hasn't even finished what he did the last two weeks. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Is, uh, well, I, I have one more I mean, Final Fantasy thing to talk about from what I've done the last two, last two weeks. No, you've got, you, I don't think you mentioned you cleared. Uh, I, no, I, I, no. You, no, you didn't, Chris. No, you I don't didn't. think you, you hadn't gone there yet. Oh, you damn. You talked to us about that. Oh, okay. Uh, we cleared we cleared P one Savage. Good stuff. Good it was stuff. great. I think there was a. I think because uh, I was because I'm doing it. I'm doing it with a couple. I'm doing it with two groups. So the first group has cleared it. Um, this I think total of fifty pools, fifty one pools, something like that. Uh, over three nights, it was good. Um, and the other group, uh, I think they were only at twenty pools, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Because I went on the mechanics. Um, we also uh, our little my, my little free company and link shell group. We have our own free company house, and we've been, made it a nightclub. And we had our grand opening. We had we had DJs, and it was great. The DJs were expensive, but it was great. <laughs> Can I just say, like the 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 stuff that you had shown, like with like the the DJs streaming on Twitch and stuff like that, it's freaking adorable. <laughs> Like I think it's super cute that you guys are doing this. It's such a neat way to do it. Well, it's... I believe that this represents the fall of Western civilization. As you know it. <laughs> well, we're 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 opening again on Tuesday, and I'm very excited for it because we got more DJs and some real good fucking DJs. Um, and cool. it's I'm very excited. <clears throat> um. Oh, and, and Wild Drift. Else? Wild Drift. I've been playing Wild Drift. I'm still terrible at it. Still terrible at it. I'm never going to be good at that game. But that's fine. All right. I... <laughs> I'm just going to go down the list. Um, so, Kevin, uh, the... Neff, you can go and take your headphones off for a second if you want. Oh, thank you. Can't go. Um, so, Neff, when, when I wrote this initially, Neth had such a visceral reaction that it was really fucking hilarious. But, um, so Kevin currently has lung butter and his throat is fucky wucky oo uh, so he's having some issues right now. Okay. You're, you're good, Neth. You're good. Um, so we he hope laugh. he feels. We hope he feels better. Um, and we hope that everything goes smoothly for him. Um, <laughs> I personally have been playing a small amount of fourteen. I've mostly been focusing on disciple hand stuff. Uh, trying to finish up my alchemist and my weaver. Um, I will say that I hate. 
leveling past 60 as a disciple of the hand. Why? Oh, you don't like the hand jobs? It's, yeah, I hate <laughs> that, you okay? Okay, there, you got, you got her when she was drinking. You gotta be more conscientious about that, Chris. You got her with the hand job as she was taking a drink. <laughs> you okay? You okay there? Bring a hand job on somebody with no war. <laughs> oh fuck, I miss you guys. Oh my god. Are we alright here? <laughs> yep. Come on, that was worth it, you know yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> from your surprise hand job. to <laughs> be <laughs> I should have to take an inhaler. <laughs> I nearly yep. killed her. <clears throat> yep. Um yeah, no, like the, the the raw material requirements for leveling and the fact that once you get past 70, most of the common crafts you're gonna need uh, require uh oh. map leather. Require oh, map leather. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that it requires the map leather is the annoying part because that shit's expensive on Lamia. Can you not? My data set. Um, can you not get a lot of that stuff from the um from the fates though? Bicolor. From the shared fates? Some of some of the things you can get for bicolor fates, but mostly for the leathers, it gives you the skins, which means that you need a leather worker to, to make it into the leather. Yeah, most of the fate stuff is. I mean, skins, you could you could. I think Seth has his crafters up. You could probably speak to him about that. I probably could, yeah. I have not done any hunt trains or any fate grinding recently, so I am a little light on bicolor, so... On the bicolor gems, so yeah, I will have to probably do that. I think I... So, between... I have been floating around two and a half mil in gil. Like, I think the lowest I went was down to, like, 300k, and then I shot back up to, like, two and a half, and then I'm back oh, down wow. to, like, 1.4 now. Because it's, because the thing is, like, I, all my Disciples of the Land are maxed with not quite pentamelded, but pretty decent melds. Okay. So, I go out and I farm my own materials for the raw stuff, and then I come back, I convert all that down, and then I start buying up the spare materials I need off the auction house like the leathers and the gemstones and things like that and then when I get all that done then I start selling off stuff once I've gotten out of that band mm -hmm. and then I start selling it off and then so it's like my my gill goes up and down and fluctuates wildly between bands as I'm in the middle of leveling it see I'm doing my, my combat jobs first before I move on to the hand jobs and the land jobs <laughs> God damn it, Neff. Are you five, Neff? <laughs> but my, uh, I'll say crafters and gatherers going forward. Yeah. Uh, but so my gatherers are, like, all of them are 80, 80 or 81. I need to continue on with it. I made a lot of... 
I didn't make as much as anticipated because the crafting requirements and the HQ requirements were so much lower than everybody was expecting mm -hmm. for the gear. Um, like, you were able to do the HQ melds at not even full Penta. Seriously? Yeah, for for the for the stuff that just came out with six oh five, you were able to do the high quality uh, the high quality mel uh, high quality crafts without being fully penta melted. Jesus. So yeah, it really murdered the price points because <clears throat> people were anticipating making tens and hundreds and millions of gill per hour just on doing HQ crafts because they they had spent the time in penta melted everything, but it wasn't necessary. Damn. Yeah. So. Yeah, a lot of people were not very happy about that, so I have not made quite as much as anticipated based on what the community was suggesting was going to be possible. So that sucked, but oh well. Uh, what else have you been doing? I uh, played Stellaris. Played a lot of Stellaris last week or so, just because the bug hit me again. Um, I played. I've been playing off and on League of Legends over the last month. I get on, do a game or two of ARAM or TFT or something, and just kind of end my day. Um, I finished up the New War in Warframe because the New War expansion finally came out. The New War storyline finally came out. It was very good. I was very happy with it. Um, I've kept up with the No Man's Sky expeditions. We're on Expedition 4 currently. There's mm -hmm. like four days left. I'm almost done with that. Uh, I played some survival games with LB and Kevin, a little bit of the Icarus stuff, but it seems like that's completely off the table now. And LB doesn't like the building system in it, and Kevin doesn't like the fact that it that it's not permanent. Not what do you so mean it's not permanent? It, it's mission based. Ah. So there's a there's a there's a clear goal that you go into the mission with and you build to complete that objective and then you leave and all of your oh. base stuff is gone. That's kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, either. no, I wouldn't enjoy that either. I'm putting that yeah. much work into it, it needs to stick around. Well the problem is is that Kevin likes to go way harder on it than he needs to. Yeah. <laughs> so Kevin goes way harder into building he's like okay we gotta go to the max tech tree and i'm like no we don't i literally just did this mission solo like a day ago and i i, I built a shack that i carried with me and a fire that i carried with me and did perfectly fine i finished this mission in like 20 minutes we've been doing this for three days now oh my god <laughs> yeah um it's not to say that his playstyle is wrong i just try to optimize a little bit too heavily i want to get finished with it as quickly as possible kind of thing yeah it's just me i've got a, i've got a clear objective i know what i need to do i just need to go out and kill as many things as possible and just go keep going yeah yeah um, if it's missions based i'd be the same way i'd be like okay here's the mission do the fucking mission yeah like, no i'd be the same don't get sidetracked do um, shit <laughs> we also played the forest once the forest the forest it's another survivally kind of game um we played that once. That was a great buy. Um, and some other crap, probably, that I've played in the last month. But so it's been a month, so I'm not 100% certain. Is the forest currently your biggest regret of 2022? Yeah, yeah, 2022, biggest regret so far. Okay. Um, Neff, what have you been up to? Hey! Okay, so I finished unpacking, which was on Xbox Game Pass. I started and finished Plague Tale Innocence, also Xbox Game Pass. Um, I've been playing Vanguard multiplayer off and on, because uh, nobody's around to fucking plays Warzone, so I'm just playing multiplayer. 
Y'all suck. Rather stay from um, a deck to a it, it doesn't count us, Chris. It doesn't count us because we don't really play. Yeah, no, I, she, she knows she knows staple deck bullet train. But it, it's aimed at everybody else who heavily got me into it and just fucking abandoned me. Doggles. Um, so can we introduce you to somebody that we know named Vince Minucci? <laughs> We I mean, we did the same thing. I, I'm okay, gonna, I'd like to. I'm not going to climb up his ass like Kevin does. But I would like to. I would like to point out. I have not mm. done that to events because every time people started stuff, I started because they were starting it. It was. Well, it was something I don't remember. What it, was it was Destiny, and then it was yeah. Warhammer, and then it was Warcraft. Because he jumped on and did made a character on Warcraft, and then everyone stopped playing. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. We, we, we've done Vince dirty. In we have past, done Vince so. dirty so, and he named us. He fucking yep. named us. The original. The original. Yeah. Still, it lasted. Uh, yeah, oh, until yeah. we get until we get to 150 episodes as Coast to Coast Expanded Universe, like we, the, he named us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I'm pretty sure I played some time in Final Fantasy, but like Gav said, it's been a month, so I'm not sure. You- did and then you remembered that you fucked up on the you fucked up and so and the cues were so bad in the game the cues yeah. were f so bad that you didn't you just didn't want to play and that was fair no that's yeah. entirely fair and, and so what i've been doing the little times that i have been you're right because the little bit of time that i have been able to get in i'm not playing because part of the reason part of it too was i was really like as much as i wanted to love the black mage it's just i fucking hate the black mage um it, oh, you don't want to have to have a PhD to understand their job gauge? It's not that. It's that you can't cast and move, and there's so much stuff that you have to run out of. And like that's the thing, black. So so black mage is a as a job where you, if you aren't, if you don't know the fight through and through and know the dance perfectly, yeah. it's no one. No one does progression as a black mage. No, like you'd never get a fucking cast off. Exactly. Like. It, the cast times are so fucking long on Have so you I thought switched. of Summoner? No, I, I'm playing Machinist, which I'm really liking, but okay. I'm trying to get... So what I've been doing is getting the Machinist caught up on the Machinist story and leveling it so that she's... the So she's max level, mm-hmm. or the job's max level, because it's not a different character, which... Right, like to get that to yeah. next level, and then I'm gonna go back into the MSQ. Okay. Because I'm like, I think I'm, I think I've only got a few levels left to go. I think I'm mid like 70s ish now, like yeah. somewhere in the mid 70s. So I'm getting close. And to, you were pretty far into the MSQ yeah, for Strongbot as no, well. I have 51 MSQ quests. All post patch content. You didn't me. do any post patch. No, none of it. I stopped has, after ooh. the first. I, I wasn't around for the rest of it. Yeah, she has all <laughs> so the post patch. Yeah, so I, I went and I looked because I was like, oh, I wonder how much I have, and was like, oh shit, I have like, and it, I just have like, it because it doesn't show all the subquests. It just shows the the big starter quest. I have fifty one starter quests to go through. <laughs> so, and then all the little. Run around here and do this and do this and do this. Now, yeah, I will say that Shadowbringers had a fairly straightforward yes. patch content. The so post it will go pretty quickly. It will go very quick. Yes. Uh, the only thing that might slow you down, obviously, because you're a machinist, but you have friends, uh, are the dungeons and, and trials. But I have friends. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes you do. <laughs> Not that I ever see. <laughs> 
Um, wow. wow. Yeah, that's a bit aggressive. That we already had this. All of y'all, not hey. just Chris. <laughs> well, fuck you, say. I get on and spend like three or four hours in the evening just sitting in Discord by myself or with mm. LB being quiet. <laughs> I wow. hear almost every single day yeah. by yeah, myself yeah. just hanging out. So you can fuck right off with that. Um, what I will say now is once you do get into Endwalker, because you've done because you've done all this because you paid attention to the MSQ, didn't you? You watched yeah. it. You, it's just, oh, yeah, yeah. You're you're gonna love it. There's gonna be parts that oh. break you. Yeah, like at this point, I haven't even bought it yet. Like, just, like there was no point in me even buying the, it once I realized that how badly I had fucked up with the, with not being done the MSQ. So I was like, ah, I'm just not even gonna. There's so many. There. There's so many parts that are gonna break you. And Gav, oh, Gav knows which part broke me, oh, and I don't even I think I've told him. Broke him. I know exactly what broke. You, I don't uh, even think I've told you what broke me, but you know. I I know I know exactly what broke you, and uh, it was predictable as fuck. But you know, I know what broke you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, oh, and then the other thing, I got back into playing AC Valhalla because I had said that I hadn't touched it in a while the last time we we all talked, which got me thinking. Oh, I should actually pick that back up. And so I've finished the main story of the original game mm-hmm, and i'm mm-hmm. in the storyline of the first dlc now um and when i say finished i mean every fucking point on the map is cleared <laughs> so um because i'm a crazy person <laughs> um so now i'm running around ireland doing shit so because that's that's the first expansion and of the irish no we're helping the irish <laughs> We're, we're we're establishing relations with the Irish. I'm, I'm yeah, opening the Ga- Ga- I'd like to point out that Gav's opinions may not necessarily reflect those that are of the Azeroth Coast, uh, the oh. Coast to Coast expanded universe. Yeah. Chris, <laughs> Mr. Scotland, would you like to uh, deny my statements there? I love the Irish. I, I saw that jaw clinch and that like that 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 vein just popped. No, 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 no. I lo- I love I love the Irish. The Irish are great. I mean, it's that English in yet. Oh, Irish. Um, okay, 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 Mister Asshole. I'm sure there's a few other things that I'm missing, but it's been a month, so whatever. Um, yeah. yeah so you gotta get size, gotta get size thirteen up your fucking ass in a minute. <laughs> Which we established earlier would be your shoe and not your dick. Um, so listener feedback. Good there's no, nothing for Gmail. <laughs> Anything we, for Twitter. Nothing for Twitter. Nobody's talked to us recently, and that's okay. That's okay. It's like it's not like we like you or anything, Baka. I I do have a shout out. Neth has a shout out. I do have a shout out. Okay. So I I want There's to a give a shout out to our co-host Kevin, who got engaged over our break. So a shout out and is huge congrats. Public? Is to that Kevin. public? It is now. <laughs> No, you can no, no. But we're streaming live. It's on the VOD. Uh, oops. I mean, no. He's he's talked about it. And with us. With us. Okay. Well, it's public now. Sorry. You gotta, re- you gotta remember that we don't use the general chat all that frequently. For some reason, we all we have all of our conversations in hosts host. at all times. <laughs> right, I hope. I hope that it was public. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Because his brother, because his brother listens to the show. <gasps> yeah, 
Um, so countries uh, oh, are a thing and exist. Well, now I feel bad. <laughs> As you well, you should. As well, you should. <laughs> okay, messaging him. Um, so countries exist, but Kevin's not here, so I don't give a fuck. Nathan's like, fuck, 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 fuck. Nat's like, fuck. Um, there's no countries to list because I didn't bother looking it up on SoundCloud. Because I'm a lazy shit. Um, so we didn't have a whole lot we were going to talk about this week. There was a couple of small little bits and bobs. Um, Chris mostly was going to be talking about some announcements that happened relating to League and Critical Role and 14. Um, I had literally two things that I was going to mention. I'll go ahead and mention those right now. Um, Monster Hunter Rise and God of War are now out on PC. They're both live on PC. Uh, mods are already a thing, so knock yourself out. They're only going to get crazier as time goes on. Neth, can you mute your mic for a second? Sorry, 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 okay. sorry. Um, mods are a thing. They exist. They happen. Um. Ha! I'm not in trouble. I'm fine. It's not a secret. Meh! <laughs> Hey, I'm just saying. Hey, and we just didn't know if it was a secret or not. You That's gotta all. Clear things with people when you start giving out their personal details. Yeah. Don't dox a person. And that's just like, you're right. God damn it. I didn't think about it like that. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, shut up with your logic. I'm excited for him. I know, we're, we're all, all very excited for him. For him. I was going to let him, you know, you know, make that announcement because that's his. That's his business, but you do you, Neff. You do you. You want to take a man's thunder away from him? You, you have fun and do it yourself. That's fine. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> Don't Shut point out up. the obvious, you piece of shit. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I'm happy. Uh, but yes, no. We congratulations to Kevin. Uh, he did get engaged over the holidays. The uh, ring's really pretty. It was. Uh, it is a very pretty ring. Um, we are very excited for him. Uh, Rip, Some of us spending... more than others. <laughs> Rip spending any time with Kevin ever again in the future. Um, uh, but yeah, no, we're, we're super thrilled for him, and we're excited for him and his fiance. So. And we all better be invited to the wedding. <laughs> the time of COVID. Um, yeah, I ain't flying to America during COVID. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't I like Texas. being alive. Oh, can we get the, let's convince him to do a destination wedding at the end. <laughs> I ain't got the money to fly to fucking Scotland. You're out of your fucking fucking pee brain today. <laughs> out of your goddamn mind. Out of your goddamn ever loving mind. No, you'd have to save the money for that. You're funny as shit. I got a fucking... <laughs> I have a house to pay for, ma'am, okay? I, I I pay a mortgage and I have to pay for all the bullshit that goes on with this house. Like, this right here. This, I still haven't fucking done shit with this. It's been fucking a, over that's a year. That's been there as long as I have known you. I was gonna say, that's been there for a no, long ass time. Not as long as I've known you. Uh, well, actually, yeah, it may have, because we've only mm. known you... I've only known you for, what, two or three years now at this point? Two, three, three, three. Yeah, because we got no. Because yeah, uh, twenty nineteen. It was twenty nineteen. Yeah, that was after we bought the house. So yeah, because it's this is year 
three on the house, I think, this year. Yeah, that blue swatch has been there as long as I remember actually talking to you on video. Yeah, I remember telling Kevin and Chris that we were playing with paint colors and things like that. Mm -hmm. so. But yeah, um, yeah, no, I have shit to pay for. You can fuck right off with that concept, Neff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just had a couple of small things. Those were really interesting. Uh, the other one was that, uh, pardon me. Uh, as of the time we're recording this, GDQ is on its second to last day. Game's done quick. We're raising money for Prevent Cancer Foundation. Oh, is um, that the speedrun thing? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, raising money for Prevent Cancer Foundation. I don't know what they're currently at. I think they... Let me see what they're at. Currently on money amount raised, they are at... GDQ. $2 million currently. Damn. As, wow. of, as of the time we're recording this, they're at $2 million. Um, they've got less than 24 hours, I think. I don't remember when, when it exactly ends tomorrow, but it does end on January the 16th, so that would be Sunday. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Just letting people know about that. No one, by the time that this episode actually airs, is, goes live, um, this will probably be know, over. I don't know, because the last time Kevin got it out pretty damn fast. Kevin got it out so... within hours of us recording yeah. it. It just oh. depends. It really depends on if what's going on with him and how he's feeling. Yeah, because he's sick at the moment. Yeah, and if he's not feeling well, I might just do the master for the episode myself. Because um, we've proven that I can do it. I don't really want to, but I can. He had said to me that his voice is just like... Fucky. Yeah. yeah. A little fucky wucky oo woo. Yeah. Fucky so, wucky with, the, with the other thing that you're not gonna <laughs> not gonna repeat. I did I was being polite. And I appreciate it. Makes a change. I appreciate it. Um so uh Chris, I know you also had just had stuff you wanted to announce that was coming out. Yeah, basically. I kinda wanna do a little breakdown of the uh the uh letter. I'd say from... go with the other two first because yeah. they're a little bit quicker. They'll be quicker. Go with the... So we'll do we'll do critical role first. Um so uh critical role, uh the animated series, uh the legend of Vox Machina. That was crowdfunded two years ago, I believe. That was crowdfunded uh, I want to say two years ago, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Three years ago. A blockbuster crowd. Yeah, the biggest crowdfunding effort on <clears throat> Kickstarter ever, I believe. At yep. the time, I think, yeah. I think at the time. It might have been broken now, but at the time, yes. Um, The Legend of Vox Machina, uh, they released their Red Band trailer for the... Uh, for the series, which will go live on Amazon Prime on January the 28th. So we are steadily barreling towards that release date. Very, very excited yeah, for it. Spawn and I cannot fucking wait. Yes. Uh, like, super fucking excited. A lot of my 14 Guild watch Critical Role and we're all very excited for it. Yeah. Um, um, it is... I believe it's the eighth most funded project ever at this point. Wow. Uh, well, I mean, it still wasn't the most funded project at the time. I think it was the most funded animated show at the time. Yes, it's it's the most funded thing in like the entertainment, like that sort of like media that bracket in media. Okay. Yeah. 
but it's it's behind like the pebble watch the coolest cooler frost haven pebble 2 kingdom death monster uh, a portable home battery and a travel tripod yeah I, I, i've heard of none of these i've things. heard of none of them and also i've heard of almost all of them the, the the only thing I knew is that it was it was the 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 most the the number one of something so it was must have been within that that specific bracket. Um, but yeah, yeah that's uh, the the original cast are voicing their original characters. So we'll have everyone we'll have Vex, Fax, Scanlan, Percy, uh, Grog. It's still gonna be one that's not there. Yeah, let's not even talk about that. Keyleth. <laughs> And the most adorable, adorable little gnome on the planet ever, Pike. Because Ashley Johnson is adorable. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I appreciate that they're using Titmouse. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned this last time. I mentioned this when you were talking about this heavily. Like, I appreciate they're using Titmouse. Titmouse is a fantastic animation studio. Yes. I'm, I'm more interested in the fact that they're using a very, very well-known, very quality-oriented animation studio than I am about anything else. I mean, I'm not. I'm not surprised by it. They're always. They've always kind of been. Uh, they want to make sure they get everything quality and get it. Get it right. So it doesn't really I mean, surprise me. It's just. I'm glad they've went down that route. Anybody who uses the same animation studio that did both Metalocalypse and The Venture Brothers. Good in my book. It's a win. <laughs> it's a win. Yeah. Um. But the, the the best part about Titmouse is that they are all critical. A lot of the animation team that they've, they've got working there are critical role fans. So it's not only is it is it something that the studios wanting to do be proud of, but it's a it's a bit of a passion project for some of them as well, just because they are fans of the show. That's cool. So I'm very excited for it. It looks honestly the Red Band trailer was amazing. I'm so hyped for it after watching that. Like my hype has just escalated. Um, I'm, I'm, I love it. I'm so excited. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. So that's the uh, 28th of January, Amazon Prime exclusive. Yep. Uh, what else we got? Uh, this is a quick one. Uh, League of Legends has announced their new champion that will be joining the Rift. Uh, Ziri, the Spark of Zon. Uh, Gav and I were talking about her earlier. It looks like she is going to be a bot lane AD carry. Uh, with a bit of an interest, so, so somewhat interesting kit. Possibly a flexi, possibly a flexible position. But... Yeah, I think she, I think she might follow the Quinn Vane route as well and end up being a bit of a top laner too. She's highly mobile with her exactly. Own shoes, so she might be one of those like very mobile top laners that just mm -hmm. it's in and out strike, in and out like hit and run kind of tactics. That's what rather I was. Than, you know your rather than your, you know your sets or your Renektons or your Mordekaiser, you know, just like, hey, I'm big and tanky, and I'm just going to be in your face all day long. Mm -hmm. It would it'd be interesting to see where she fits in, because I said this to you earlier, we have way too many AD carries, and the AD carries that they have aren't getting enough love. So... I mean, Caitlyn hasn't been significantly changed since launch. There's been a couple of small changes to her, but she has basically stayed stable <laughs> since she was launched initially. Mm -hmm. she, she had a bit of a, a soft rework a few years back, but that's it. That's the most her she's really had. Identical. Her kit stayed mm -hmm. practically identical, so mm -hmm. it's not like there was like a major shift in how yeah. she played. Like The thing is, it's like most of what they do to 
to affect the AD carries, like especially the range AD carries, we'll talk about that very specifically, yep. is they've done a lot of tuning and balance passes on mythics, especially. Yes, the mythic, the mythic items are the ones that get the actual changes rather than the champion kits or the champion kits getting balanced. It's they most... seem to use that to balance and then change the meta up when they feel like the meta's gotten stale, so... Mm -hmm. The we'll see. Like the melee ads are a completely different beast, but I mean, the fact the fact the thing is, the pro the problem is, and this is what I feel with at least the casual meta. Not I'm not. I'm not whenever we talk yeah. about league, we're not talking about like about worlds. We're talking about casual players. We're talking about the people sitting between bronze and and gold. The casual player base, because that's what we are. <laughs> um, I'd say even gold. No, I'd, I'd, I'd say I'd say maybe yeah between between iron and platinum, the casual yeah. player base. Um, the you don't even need an AD carry at bot lane anymore. Yeah. It, you don't have to have an AD carry at bot lane. You put a Yasuo or even one of the actual AD carry characters in mid lane, and then just put a caster at bot lane, and they'll scale better. I've done that. We've done that. I've 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 AD carried I've AD carried bot lane as an RA going full AP and we fucking wrecked. <laughs> because you blame the fuck up. Yep. Because you because the casters scale better. Mm -hmm. At low level yeah, they're they, able to scale better. Yeah, it, the the logistics curve for them at low level in the first 10 levels or so is a bit more explosive mm -hmm. than your right clickers or your AD carries whose scale, their logistics curve is much higher and further down. Mm -hmm. Like, their damage output is so much higher and their growth output is so much higher on the back half of 20. Because they're so geared, the because half. they're so item-dependent. Yeah. They're, de they're, they're so, dependent on getting that crit cap. They're dependent on getting... You can, if you can close a game out quickly, you, you can do some pretty degenerate things with lane positions and your team comps. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get a 15 to 20 minute win, you know, you might not even need to really have a hard carry in that comp. And it's not a hard carry, as LB knows a hard carry from Dota, that's just a hard carry in league terms. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, there's some degenerate-ass shit you can do in that game. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I, I just don't know what they're going to be doing with that and how they're going to be changing things going forward because they've they've got a lot of little knobs to turn just like chris but i hate um, you so much <laughs> uh, but they they seem to not be doing anything really explosive uh in terms of the the actual design like the top-down design uh they've done some wild ass shit uh, but it's not really anything that's going outside of hey, this is a Trinity character, this is a support, this is a this is a bruiser, this is a tank, this is a a, a carry. They're not really fleshing out past that so much. Yeah. Um, I think the like everything has just been like, hey, this is a character with a dash. This they have a they have an on hit effect, and they've got a short range burst. Mm hmm. Hi, Diego and uh, Doll Joints Lady. Doll Joints Lady? 
I don't know what her fucking name is. Um, the one that's got the scissors. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I didn't play her too much. Gwen. Gwen. That's it. Gwen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like hi person with a dash, and they also have some kind of evasion, invulnerability, or invisibility, or something, and that's their entire kit, and they blow people up. <laughs> yeah. That's I guess kind of yeah. where they're going now when it comes to character like uh, champion design. Yeah, I I just I don't know what they're gonna do. They're gonna have to do something to shake up that game pretty significantly. Though they did release a big letter where they're like, "We're committing to doing new and interesting things." We'll see. Twenty twenty two. We'll We're see. going to continue our transmedia uh, blitz, you know, with Arcane, and then they're talking about a second season of that. It then, seems like they're more interested in developing this sort of like uh, multiverse of characters and settings rather than focusing the, down on the nitty gritty. The thing is, a lot of that is try, is to try and help build the lore for the MMO. Yeah, which is something they've been trying to do for years, and they're they're in process for it right now. But we'll see how it ends up going. But the thing is, is the, the arcane was, was a massive success. We, we cannot deny that. No, it was it was good. I'm not a fan of the. The art direction they went with, but I haven't watched the whole thing. But the the art direction turned me off a little bit. So I've only watched the first episode, but I, from everyone that is, I've spoken to about it, they're they absolutely loved it. Um, well, and I mean that's the same problem I had with Dragon's Blood, the the Dota one, Netflix was that it's like I didn't. Like, oh God, I'm just hit, beating the shit out of my desk. Um, I didn't like the art direction. I was not a huge huge fan of the art direction. Mm-hmm. That's know. fair. Yeah, I, it's the same problem I have with Marcy. I don't feel like Marcy really feels like a Dota character. Like in, that's the new like one, yeah. Arc, yeah, that that's the newest uh, Dota hero. I don't really feel like. Um, How did you describe her to me again when I first saw her? Looks the lead character. She that's it. Like yeah, she does. That's the thing. She does. Like art style wise, she looks like a lead character. It does not feel like the same art direction or the same design ethos from the rest of the Dota cast, which is not saying much because the rest of the Dota cast has some wild-ass shit going on, but just as a human, as a human character, she does not look, she does not scream Dota to me. But is that maybe just a case of some of the older Dota characters need visual upgrades? Some of them do, yes, but you look at characters like, so you look at some of the uh, arcanes. So arcanes are, are personalities. Uh, that's some of the cosmetic stuff you can get in Dota, where mm-hmm. you got... Um, and LB is whispering me on Discord right now. Um, but um, you had some looks like... Um, you had personalities for both Marana and... Um, that's... Dragon Knight. There's the one where um, the anti-mage... Uh, the, the female anti-mage is voiced yeah. by Laura Bailey, yeah? Yes, there's that's personality. It kind of changes how the character is presented. Okay. Um, so yeah, female anti mage. Um, but you also had Dragon Knight and Marana both have personalities that make them look like they did in Dragon's Blood, which is what Marcy looks like. She looks like she came out of the Dragon's Blood anime. Okay. So yeah, Neth is just like falling asleep right here. Clearly. Um, but yeah, I just I. I I'm. I like things keeping a cohesive, a visual book, like a design mm-hmm. book. That's something that's big to me. That's fair. And 
LB does point out that it's mostly the portrait, and yes, the portrait especially does like stand out very strongly comparative. And I'll I'll post some comparison stuff in the Discord and let people take a look. At in that. general, yeah, I'll post that in general. And let people take a look at that. So, um, but yeah, I I and I had to look at other people's thoughts on that because to me it's it's very jarring comparison between a human characters between the human characters and Marcy. Okay. So, sorry. No, it's good. It's a good conversation. I'm just teasing you and giving you shit because I have nothing I'm to contribute. I'm apologizing to so... Jeff, Chris. I wasn't apologizing to you, Chris. You and I were having a conversation. I clearly I'm could not drag Jeff into it. No, no, I but clearly I'm just teasing drag you because I have it. nothing to contribute, so I was just joking around. <laughs> okay, ladies, well, retract the clothes. <laughs> well, and I mean, that's, that's, it's honestly, that's honestly something that you can have an even bigger conversation about because that's, Assassin's Creed is one of those games to me that it seems to the first like three games or so seem to have the same and I'm just I'm bringing that up because I know you like Assassin's Creed they seem to have a sort of cohesive visual style but that's gotten a little bit more muddy as time has gone on mm-hmm. with some of the more recent games the visual style seems it's vastly very yeah it's very different yeah no, 100%, and to me very that's, that's very jarring to have a game that has sort of like this cohesive visual look that suddenly changes and the game just feels different because the visual style is so different um i know a lot of people talked about god of war and that's like i mentioned that earlier in the show like god of war is out on pc but a lot of people talked about how God of War's visual style between the very last God of War game, which I think was four or three or something like that, back on like the PS3, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, how going from the visual style that they used in the older God of War games to this more recent visual style was very jarring, but very good for a lot of people. Right. I, I guess with for me with Assassin's Creed, the the visual style difference doesn't really bug me too much because. They're set in different time zones in different areas. I guess that gives you a bit of that gives them a bit of an out on it because yeah. they can use a different design bible for every game because they don't need you're to have the same, the same bible. Yeah, you're not, you know, like one was entirely based around pirates, one is in Egypt, one is in Greece. Like they're all fucking different places and different literal times in history. Like they don't need to be hundred percent cohesive like yeah they don't need to be identical they don't need to carry the same design design principles between each game so yeah i get that i understand yeah so it's never i i do i do know what you're talking about but it's that's why it's never bothered me because i just always excuse me i always assumed you know like the, the original three are all the same like time and place like it's it follows an arc right so like those need to be cohesive, but then outside of that, you're getting into, you know, like it's different, it's different eras and different areas on the planet and stuff like that. So it just it never bugged me that it wasn't all completely the same because I, I just I honestly figured it was probably a bit of a choice on their part to do it that way to separate that you know you're in a different time and place from the last one that you played like you're not going back to italy you're going to the caribbean on a pirate boat or you're going to egypt or you're going to whatever and now lb is messaging me there were a lot of but i felt like there were a lot of like silhouettes stayed very similar lb no black uh black flag is number four so it's not the original five because 
black flag, flag is number four, and that's not set in Italy. Black flag is set in the Caribbean on a pirate ship. Unless you're talking about the design style. I'm not sure. Like, to me, and, and this is just something I've noticed, that black flag, they started to move slightly away from the silhouettes that they had used in the first three games. Okay, Elvis that, says there was 2-2 two, two, and 2-3. Two, I'm not a fan of not even going to get into the comparative uh, the comparative analysis of the timeline of Assassin's Creed and how the games work. Um, hey guys, let's talk about Kingdom Hearts for a little while. Oh Anybody no, 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 no. Is that the Mickey Mouse one? Or it's yes, kind of set in Mickey Mouse? It's Final Fantasy with Disney. I have all, in all honesty, never played it. I've seen it, and all I know is their swords look like giant keys. Yes, the, the, I will also tell you that it has one of the most convoluted, it has one of the most convoluted game breakdowns, game chronologies, and real world chronologies. Um, there's like ten games in the series, and there's a there's four four games, and like seven side projects. Um, oh. So it gets to be a little bit really? confusing. Yeah. It's a it's a massive meta narrative that is very difficult to parse sometimes. They tried to do Metal Gear Solid as Final Fantasy with Disney crossover, but it didn't. It, it's it's just a clusterfuck. I'll send you one of the timelines of how the story breaks down um, with the games mentioned, Neth. Okay. And you can be confused. It's sort of like Legend of Zelda. I'm already you know, like, confused. You know, Legend of Zelda has a very confusing timeline. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like that kind of tier of uh, confusing timelines. But worse. Like branched oh, multiverse okay. paths and things like that. But yeah. worse. But worse in some cases because it's a meta narrative that was designed as a meta narrative that is poorly explained in some cases and you have to have played like five other games to understand what's happening in one of the games. Yep. Okay. It's an ecosystem. Yeah, I mean, and like. The Assassin's Creed stuff, like, the you playing as the past character, completely understandable because you're following an individual storyline. When you come out of the Animus, if you don't know some of the, what came before, because they reference characters that came before, and characters that are dead or whatever, you don't know the out of the Animus story from the other Assassin's Creed, you're gonna be lost as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, kind of that same sort of like vein of like oh this is confusing why why like i have played then and because i do like completing everything like i i go and look for all the little you know like the little notes and read the stuff like and i go and i read the stuff that's on your computer like because you have a computer that you can access and you can read emails between people and i do that stuff and even me i'm like okay nope lost <laughs> Google this because I don't remember this. So this individual is Desmond's great 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 well, grandfather and also his great uncle too. Like well and now with the new one because so so they're not so the the they're they've divorced a little bit from that original storyline. That original storyline is wrapped up a little bit. But also not. But also yeah. not. Yeah. Because they're divorced from it, but they're also tying it back to it. And so it's very... But then... Yeah. Real quick, this is your fault. I know. This is your fault. You decided to be sassy, oh, and now Chris is being sassy right back to you. I know, I don't care. <laughs> We're all allowed to be sassy with each other. Um, But yeah, like, 
like even like little things like there's a character in the settlement in in the in Valhalla that's got a name that is actually the name that is given to the son of another character later on well earlier on in games but later on in history and so it's like oh is that where they got that name from and it's a callback to what came before but yeah it's just it's a whole thing <laughs> i like stuff like that so yeah i'll send you the kingdom hearts timeline along with yeah, the Zelda timeline uh, so you can compare and contrast how clusterfucked both of them are. Well, I know I know how clusterfucked the Legend of Zelda one is because I've played almost all of the games. But like, yeah, like I've, I've literally the extent of my knowledge about Kingdom Hearts was that it somehow involved Disney characters, but also wasn't Disney character. Also wasn't Disney, but and and they had giant keys. Everybody has a key. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of explanation, and then you're gonna have to learn about the Heartless and the Nobody, and then Organization Thirteen, and then Diz, and then all the others, and Ansem, and then all the other shit that's involved with it too. Okay. There's a lot of bullshit. Wow. I played like three of the games, and I was like, mm, I played one of the side stories. I think it was Chain of Memories on Game Boy Advance, and I was just like, okay, this is enough. I'm done. This shit's getting confusing. I put it down and I just never picked it back up. But I, I've kept up with the storyline because I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going? Okay, this is some metaphysics bullshit going on here. All right. Yes, Neff, you can hear that. Sorry, it's we had a snowstorm overnight, so I was trying to figure out what the hell it was. It's the wow. snow plows, plows in the yeah. backyard. The plows okay. in the parking lot. All right, so I think I'm done there. Chris, would you like to... Can we break down into the letter from the producer from uh, Yoshida? Yes. Uh, uh, yesterday, which is the 14th of January, we received a letter from uh, Naoki Yoshida, the producer and director of Final Fantasy XIV, uh, talking about the future of the uh, server issues, as well as the uh, potential resumption of sales of the, of the digital version of Final Fantasy. So... Let's talk about first the things that are happening in January. So in January, we will be seeing the opening of the Oceanic data centers. Now, initially, it was going to be a data center with three separate worlds with the addition of two being introduced later. Uh, however, it has been decided that all five worlds will be available on the 25th of January. Uh, just straight away we will just have all five worlds there ready for transfers uh they will also be waiving transfer fees for characters who are transfer transferring from any of the other data centers onto the oceanic servers um there will be multiple benefits on these new servers including the road to 80 um the standard stuff where if you hit level 30 on a job you'll get a million gil plus the 10 cho gold chocobo fetters all that jazz stuff that comes up every time with new data new worlds opening up um so they'll be oh they'll all be going live on the 25th of january uh also on the 26th of january uh, we will be receiving, uh, we will be, uh, they will be turning on home world transfer services once again. So at the moment, they are currently disabled. You cannot transfer from one home world to another. Uh, you can only do the data center, the visits within a data center. Visits. 
Yep. Um, so as of the 26th of January, those services will be resuming. So anyone who's looking to transfer to a new data center or to change to a new home world on your server, on your uh, data center group, you can do that again. Uh, the fees will be the same as they were before. Uh, and what's the other thing that's happening in January? Ah, the resumption of digital sales of Final Fantasy fourteen standard starter edition and complete edition will resume on the 25th of january at 5 p.m jst which is japanese time um this will have trials will also be nope as well trials are not nope 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 nope. trials are not getting turned back on (laughs) they're they're allowing they're allowing the purchase of the game for trials who are currently running to upgrade as well as people to just buy the game as normal uh, but they are not allowing the creation of new trials accounts at the moment so just, that's just to clarify that there's no trial accounts are still not a thing okay so question for you mm-hmm. if i wanted to buy the current expansion right now i couldn't buy yeah. it no you can buy the current expansion you can upgrade well, even, as, if, even as we speak yes you, you can so so the, the only thing that's been disabled is the starter edition which is uh everything up to stormblood oh, okay. not everything up to okay. shadowbringers and the complete edition which is everything you can okay. upgrade I, I misunderstood i thought you i thought it was just like you no, could no, not right now. No, period, no. The end. You could, heart you, could, you could. You at this very moment, as and uh, even back last month, you could still buy Endwalker and upgrade to Endwalker. Yeah, you just can't make a new account. Oh. Okay. So if Spawn decided he wanted to start tonight, he can't do that. Well, no, he, he would to... just use my. He would use my account. Yeah. No, I, I, I was giving you an example. I was giving you a theoretical example. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. So you could not start a new account at this time, but you can always upgrade anything you currently have on the account as long as you are not a trial player that was pre-existing. Trial players could not go beyond the free trial period, or they couldn't. Okay. I'm with you now. I just, I was misunderstanding what was being said yeah i was just because the way it was worded i was just kind of misunderstanding so because i was thinking part of the reason why i was like well i'm not going to bother ordering it until i'm done the msq was because i can't order it right now anyways so no you can order it i mean i would say i would say order it just because you can get the uh the xp the the ring boost item yeah Mm. that goes all the way up to 82 up to level 80 yeah you know, which could have made your machinist grind a little bit. Actually, uh, that was a pre-order no, reward. I, That's a pre-order reward, so she can't... Was that a pre-order? I was a... No, 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 no. I don't think that was a pre-order. I thought that one was... I had an, the... I had an earring that took me to 70. Yeah, which was a pre-order reward, I think. From the previous one. Yeah, it's a, I'm, I'm 99.99% sure that's a pre-order reward. Yeah, but I, I had one that took me to 70 anyway, so, like, 10 levels is, like, whatever. Um... But yes, so the, the resumption of sales will obviously coincide with the Oceanic Data Center, uh, as well as the opening up of generic transfers. Um, the hope is that everything with the Oceanic servers opening up, because at the moment, um, there's, a, there's still a lot of any servers that are getting congested. So the hope is that people will, the Oceanic players will jump over to the new data centers, and it will ease the strain on the uh, US data centers. 
Um, yeah, but the US data center stuff isn't coming for a while. Yes, which next on the list, uh, things that are coming later in the year. Um, so, uh, first off, we will talk about the Japanese data centers, which will be rejiggered. Uh, so the, currently, as it stands, there are 32 uh, worlds on the Japanese data centers over three data centers, uh, which is out of the norm because usually it's eight, per, eight worlds per server, per data center. Uh, they are currently running uh, 10, 11, 11. So it's creating a lot of issues with the simultaneous logins. They will be shifting the data centers in July to a 8888 setup for four data centers over the 32 servers. This will allow for an this will allow for a large amount of additional simultaneous logins to ease the issues on these data centers. Uh, we don't know what the new the, the servers that are tr getting transferred over are going to be, but with the with, by that time the the uh, Data, the regional data center visit system should be running, so we so it shouldn't have any major issues. I love to go through, and this is this is an updated January um, listing for server populations. There is not, there is, I believe it's one U.S. realm that's under ten thousand active players. Yep. Uh, which is Marlboro, which is at nine thousand nine hundred and twenty-six. So it's not even like it's that far away. <laughs> yeah, there is not a single Japanese realm. Uh, there is like most of them are in the mid sevens. There's like one or two eights. There's one or two nine thousands, and there's one twelve thousand, which is Tonberry, which is the the, biggest, the big server. That's the big, the Japan, big Japanese world. server. That's, that's, yeah. the, that's the biggest world in Japan. Um, but there's no, there's almost no servers above K. There are almost no worlds that are above 8K. Their total populations are all 50,000 or less, except for Tomberry, of course. Mm -hmm. And the European ones, the, the, the largest one is, of course, Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. Cerberus is a close second. Mm -hmm. um, Phoenix Ragnarok should be up there as well. Uh, Phoenix is up there, but it's in it's in the middle of the pack. Phoenix yeah. is middle of the pack. So the majority of European realms are about ten to eleven thousand. Yeah, and Phoenix is just kind of like right there in the middle on that. It's the eleven thousand one hundred. Uh, largest one, of course, is Ragnarok, followed by Cerberus, followed by um Odin. Actually, oh, Odin's Odin's the biggest one on light. Uh, one of the biggest ones. So the wow. in order from the largest down, it's Ragnarok. Cerberus, Odin, uh, Shiva. It looks like uh, no, sorry, Moogle, Shiva. Um, so Odin, sorry, Odin, Moogle, Shiva, Odin, Moogle, Shiva, and yeah, then it goes down to Zodiac and Lich at that point. Wait, so where, so where, so where's Phoenix compared to Zodiac and Lich? Uh, Phoenix is. The next position up. It is the lowest population of the eleven thousand servers, but it has one of the highest total pops. The active. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Okay, okay, that makes more sense. It's the second highest total pop. Okay, because I was gonna like, Phoenix is the fucking one. This is a nightmare to get to. Phoenix and Shiva are just nightmares to get to. Biggest total pop is actually the Lich. Really. 
127,000 total pop. I'm on the I'm on the biggest total pop server. That actually surprises me. Yeah, but you're on the lower side of, of the pl of the active player side. Yeah. Okay, that, that makes sense. And it's it's just like with freaking Lamia. Lamia is one of the larger servers in terms of total population. It's not the largest. Total largest is Famfrit followed by Exodus. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, Famfrit followed by Marlboro, which is funny because Marlboro has the lowest active pop. Okay. In the U.S. But yeah, it's it's just wild that Japan does not have a single server really, except for Tomberry above 8K. That's but why they don't need more data centers. That's why that's why they don't need more servers. They just need they just need a data center shift to kind of stable eyes everything out. They need the extra they need the extra world because on a per data center basis, Japan has more players. Yes, because there are there are only three data centers running thirty two servers, whereas the other ones is so sense. spread out. Which makes sense is why they would prioritize that because that's using the old architecture systems and mm -hmm. the old designs, uh, the earliest designs. Yeah. Um, the European um, one, I don't get why they need to do the split thing. Well, we haven't we haven't even spoke about the European ones. We haven't even spoke oh, about yeah, those sorry. ones yet. Go ahead. So Go we'll ahead talk we'll talk about the Americas first because y'all are getting y'all are, are getting some stuff. I'm getting into the weeds. I'm getting into the weeds. Yeah. Uh. So uh, the expansion of the American data centers. So there will be two major server expansions. The first one will be the first phase will be coming in August 2022. Um. The first phase will be a new logical data center, which will establish four new four new worlds, uh, for players to uh play on. The second phase will add four additional so, worlds. When he says logical data center, he means a physical data center. They're adding a brand new data center. Yes. So currently, America ha America's has two, four, four, four data centers. So currently, America's has four. They will be getting a fifth data center with four worlds initially, four new four new world servers initially, and then an additional four new world servers in spring or summer of twenty twenty three. That uh, the additional servers are and and this is cool. Uh, in addition to the above. We are also considering a yet larger scale upgrade at the t uh, the time of the next major expansion, which is 7.0. So there could be even more coming in the future, but this is what we're getting at the moment. Because let's be honest, no one expected this amount of people to want to play the game. They did not expect it. Centers. It might be three data centers in the US. I didn't think it you guys were at five. I didn't think you guys yeah, were at four. It's yeah, because it, it's going to four with the with the new one with the new with the new logical center. Yeah, okay, so, so okay. you guys are at three, moving up to four as of August. Uh, for Europe, uh, the it's the same kind of deal: two phase uh, expansion. Uh, the first phase will be happening in July of twenty twenty two, where we will be getting the same an additional data center with. No, you're not. July, you will be getting four new worlds. Two under each of the data centers. Oh yeah, that's Europe. yeah, yeah, that's the other way around. Yeah, it's the other way around. Yes, sorry. So we're getting four new worlds, two over, two across each of the data centers, which because Europe is running two data centers at the moment. So we were getting four new worlds total, uh, and then in in summer of twenty twenty three. We will be get Europe will be getting a brand new logical data center establishing eight new worlds on it. Yeah. 
You know when you say a word a certain number of times, it stops sounding like a word. Uh, which one? Logical data center? Data, data center. It's like it's yeah. just not a word anymore. <laughs> so TLDR, North America is getting a brand new data center this year. Europe is getting four new worlds. Next year, America, the North America will be getting new worlds, and Europe will be getting new data center. And Japan's just getting a new data center and servers shifted over onto it. Yeah, they're they're just shifting around the existing stuff in because Japan. because their server their actual po server population is fine. It's just the data centers can't handle that many servers and that many people trying to log in. So they're shifting. Yep. But this is all. This is the information that we've all kind of been waiting for. To find out what's been what's going to be happening with not only just this, the continuation of the sales, but the server archetype itself. I think the I, I think the fact that we're all getting new the we're getting new servers, new data centers, and it's going to be a long term uh, fix, but it's going to take a while to get there. I think it's fine. Yeah. So the only reason, by the way, that we're getting uh, homeworld transfers and the data center transfers as soon as we are like the the in-region data center transfers uh, uh visits as soon as we are is because of the japanese thing happened yeah because that's, the ma major that's the major that's the reason why we are getting homeworld home transfers reactivated and the the data center visits um yeah, yeah, transfer the, visit stuff. That's, that's I, the reason. I would honestly have imagined if it wasn't for the fact that they're re restructuring the Japanese center data centers, and we would not we would not be getting the data center visits. Yeah, it would have been delayed. It would hundred percent been delayed. But uh, with this, they kind of have to make sure that it's streamlined enough for that's 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 the homeland. You have to make you have to keep that. Yes, and I get that. No, and I'm. It's 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 beneficial. It's it's going to be beneficial to everyone, not on, not just to the Japanese players. It's going to be beneficial to everyone. Oh, for sure. Beneficial to me and you. We'll be we'll be fine. And my server doesn't have queues anymore. It's not so beneficial to you and me. It's very very beneficial. It it, it will it, not to us personally. It'll it'll come. It'll come. The, the, so okay, so very like quickly, I, like I said originally, like I said originally, I don't think we're gonna see that until six two six three. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, where is the thing? There's a, there's a, there, they did mention the global, global stuff. Where was it? They, they, they literally just kicked the can down the road on that. They didn't give any, any like firm data or information. No, they didn't. But they did mention it, which is important. And I'm trying to find where they mentioned it. <laughs> Uh, da, 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 da. Can you find it? Hey, I'm looking for it right now. Cross-region travel is technically possible. Implementation is still under consideration. Yes, where is it they said that? That's at the launching the data center travel system. Okay. <clears throat> okay, yes. <clears throat> so, uh... That, that's what we did. we skimmed over that actually we didn't actually talk about it too much so the, yes players will be able to data center travel as of six one x whichever one whichever patch that will be so it'll be six one at some point uh players will be able to visit uh worlds to, uh, and other logical data centers within the same physical data center so europe can only visit europe japan can only visit japan uh 
North America. North America can only visit North America. Oceania can only visit Oceania. Um, players will just be Oceania is just going to get world transfer. Yep. So players will not be able. Players will not be able to visit uh, worlds in other regions or physical data centers. Though cross realm, cross cross region travel is technically possible. Implementation is still under consideration. Travel is initially limited. Uh, not travel is initially initiated not while logged into the game but from the character selection screen so it's not like in game where you click on one of the like the lamia aetherite and do a home visit you just do it on the actual login page okay so here's my thought i think you're gonna have less people want to split off and go over to the oceana server if there's not a specific timeline for when you're going to be able to cross region play that is already because, a concern. that is already a concern People are going to be like, well, why would I leave to go to a new server and leave all my fucking friends that I've been playing with behind, so, and I can't play with them? I already lived through this once. This happened uh, during TBC, uh, yep. or Wrath. Yep, uh, it was Wrath. Wow. Um, where the Oceana, data, like the Oceana realms were brought online initially. Uh, it was the Southeast Asia and Oceana. Uh, when those went live, and I forgot there that was that long ago. Yeah, it was a while ago because I remember my guild in BC was like half Australian, so raid times were real fun for us. Um, so yeah, there was a that was a whole thing that happened, and yeah, you there are still Aussie refugees and Kiwi refugees in retail WoW that still play on North American data centers and North American world uh, realms because of they had established so many ties and there's no way for you to besides battlenet communication and like battlenet groups there's no way to really talk to those people so they formed all these relationships and they didn't want to leave them and that happened so yeah there's there's already talk within the oceana community of do we really want to take these transfers my my link shell and my fc they're all in pacific time i mean that's a couple hours off but i mean i can live with that it's not a big deal there's a lot of talk about that already. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, you also need to remember, um, yes, there are a lot of downsides to doing it. Um, it's the ping. It's, the ping is so massive. <laughs> but not even oh, just yeah. that. These new data centers and these new worlds are going to have new houses and new housing wards. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So but The problem there is also you have the people who have houses already on the North American data centers, because the majority mm-hmm. of Oceana players play in the Northeast, play in the North American data centers. Mm-hmm. They don't want to lose those. No, that's gonna. It's it's it, there's wins and losses. It's it's we'll have to just see and like, how it goes. Like that's the problem. It's like there's just I I I I may like when the new worlds come up. I may transfer worlds. I may go off of Lamia because. There's no the thing is, it's a gold rush situation. So the people who have the money to pay for the transfer and who have the gill in game and don't have a house currently will transfer to get a house on these new realms. On these new oh, yeah. oh yeah, they will transfer just to get the house they want in these new worlds. Dude, and if you're gonna transfer, you should transfer over to Lich. <laughs> yeah, come play over in Europe. Uh, hey, cool. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's crazy. Like I, the fact that the, 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 the disciple of the hand stuff did not 
get did not make as much money as anybody was anticipated. It like really threw my plans for buying a house during Ishgard restoration off. Mm-hmm. So it's like because I'm half of what I wanted to be at. I, I was hoping to have a minimum of six mil. So you've got enough for a small. I got enough for a small currently, but I, I was hoping to have enough for grab a medium plot. I was hoping to have enough for a medium plot. I mean, I six I one's still a long time out. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, it's summer maybe. God only knows. Six I mean, one's still a long time out. You've got plenty of time. Spring, early summer. Have you been? But have you like been a... selling uh, materia? The heaven's oh, eye yes. materia. I I figured out the place to go fishing. Ah, see, hunt hunt trains are really good for that too. Yeah. Well, um, there's a fish that gives you fourteen hundred purple strip. Nice. On a on a perfect on a on a large catch uh, with high collectability, it gives you fourteen hundred purple script. So nice. That's just, two, that's just two material right there. Problem is that right now on Lamia and in the Primal Data Center, it's mm. material prices are dropping pretty rapidly. For everything, no, no, dude, the the fucking uh, the 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 crafting the the combat scripts, the combat materials, the heaven's eye, those yeah. are selling like fucking hotcakes everywhere. Piety one is still selling for decent. It's for decent the it's the direct hit one that's selling real well right now. Direct hit and piety are both selling pretty well in on primal. Get some hunt. Get into some hunt trains. Grab a crap ton of the direct hit ones and dump them. Yep. I don't know how all that bullshit works. So <laughs> it's it's there's there's a whole set of fucking like in ingrown house rules that you don't if you don't been like introduced to your specific server's set of rules you don't you fucking don't understand anything of what's going on with it. I do think I do because is is it is it just you at the moment that's playing? Like other than yeah. Seth and uh, dude, jump over, jump over to on off. Jump, jump over to Lich. Jump over to Lich. I'll think about it. He says after he just said, "Yeah, you know, I'm getting to more of a more of an adult uh, adult uh, sleeping schedule." I mean, I can I can adapt. I can adjust. No, Christopher, it's good for you to be on a more adult sleeping schedule. That's more important in the long run. Nah. <laughs> You need to be on a good grown-up adult sleeping schedule. Besides, most of the Thanks, times that I'm getting Dad. online, most of the times that I'm getting online, you're actually doing progression stuff. Like you're in your with your peoples. Because it's like the seven, like for you, it's like the seven to nine. Seven thirty till ten is read. Yeah, that's raid usually times. when I've been. That's usually when I've been logging on because work's been a little light, so I've been logging on at about like three o'clock my time. Well, we that's only it's hours. only eight people. There are plenty of other people you could you you know get to know and play with on Lich. Yeah, be abused because I'm a Texan. You could do hand jobs together. We have yeah, someone who used to live in we we like our freak our FC leader is English, but he used to live in the states. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit, Chris. Not Texas, but he used to live in the States. <laughs> um, so we've we've talked and rambled about 14 for like the last Yes, I think Nesh so has really two things. Give, really give Neth a chance to talk about what she wanted to talk about. I... You have my apology, Neth. Sorry, Neth. For what? For rambling. As Lots well. of 14 no, talk. Fine. I don't mind. I, I less glaze over on the 14 talk than I do on the League of Legends Dota discussions. <laughs> Those are just like... 
coma-inducing. I understand, I understand. So, there was a news article that came out that I wanted to talk about. Um, First one? Uh, yeah, about the 500 hours. So, I, I saw other people talking about it on Twitter, and I was like, that's actually a good conversation for the, for the group of us to have. So, um, Dying Light 2, Stay Human, put out a tweet... Uh, about a week ago saying that you're going to need at least five to fully complete it you'll need at least 500 hours almost as long as it would take to walk from warsaw to madrid okay which sparked a huge debate amongst people about like you know if it's gonna take that much time to finish a game do you even want to fucking start it okay and so then so, like, what games, uh, other than, like, I'm pretty sure all of us, Warcraft, World of Warcraft is, like, we've all probably got more than 500 hours easily. Oh, that question. Other, yeah. What other games have you sunk that, that amount of time? I'm, I'm literally opening yeah. up Steam right now and then sorting my list. I will do that, too. Wow. Yeah, I will do that, too. See, I, I, and Chris, I can't do that be because, because Steam is predominantly spawns, so I don't have... I don't have to do, I don't have to be careful. It's not showing my screen. Oh, it's not on your second screen. Okay. It's, um, it's... Right now? No, no. Even the cameras is specifically the Discord window. I've got stuff on my second screen up. Um, like, I mean, I don't know that... I, I'm pretty sure over all of the Diablos, I have more than 500 hours. I'm not sure. League of Legends, you know I, I can guarantee... I might, I might have more than 500 in, in, in two. I, I... might... I can guarantee I've got more than 500 on League of Legends. I can guarantee um, so it. League, WoW, Hearthstone, Diablo 3, um, WoW, I said WoW, um, yeah. StarCraft 2, StarCraft. I've, um, I've got almost 200 hours. Games. I've got almost 150 hours on Dota. Jesus. Okay, so here's, here's the 500s off the top of my list. Warframe, Team Fortress 2, Dota, Destiny 2, Monster Hunter World, Counter Strike, Global Offensive. How do I sort this? Uh, so go to your activity. So like, go to your profile. Go to all games. Click, yeah, go to all games and then sort by playtime. Sort by hours played. I, I, I'm gonna log. I'm gonna log in and see what spawns is. So how do I do this? Uh, so you're gonna go to uh, you're gonna go to Steam. Yeah. You're going to go to your name in the upper right corner. Yeah. You're going to click games. Uh, All games. And then sort by. It's only showing 40 games of my 380 games. Hold on, because I, I need to press that. There we go. Okay. So on Steam, my highest one is Star Trek Online. Yep. Not surprised. You're really okay. deep in that I'm, for a while. Uh, 367 hours. Oh, there. Oh, uh, I don't even want to tell you what my top one is. Do it. Go to games. hours. 367 hours. <laughs> 367 hours. On what? Star Trek Online. Okay, the top one on spawns is Hearts of Iron 4. Yeah, that makes sense. That's, that scans. What's he at? Do you want to take a guess? Uh, 1,400 hours. You're all, like, dead on. It's 1,408. Yeah. Damn. And then um, his his second one is Europa Universalis. The problem is most of my games aren't on Steam. Most of my games run through other clients. Yep. Yes, same. That's why I can't do this with mine. That's why I was curious. So it's so, Hearts of Iron, Europa, Stellaris, Telaria, uh, sorry, Terraria, Rimworld are his are his top five. 
So and, and they're all over 400. Yep. So mine, the top one on my Steam account, which is not, I don't think that's my highest played game ever, but uh, my top one on my Steam account is Warframe mm-hmm. at uh, 2,618 hours. Nice. Um, nice. Followed by Team Fortress wow. 2 at 2,065 hours, Dota at 1,199, Destiny at 720, Monster Hunter World at 638, and Counter-Strike Global Offensive at 636 hours on record. Oh my god, so wow. My top, my top three, Star Trek Online uh, 367, Tabletop Simulator 351, and Dota 2 at 142. I, like that's where most of my most of my game hours are spent off on stuff that aren't built into the Steam client. Yeah, I, I mean specifically fourteen. I did not choose the Steam option because fuck that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will tell you, TF two the number is vastly inflated because um, I did a lot of uh, AFK stuff in TF two. I've got 76 hours on American Truck Simulator. Okay, so anybody want to feel really bad? Don't, uh, LB, I'm going to go ahead and share this with everybody. Okay. LB has just uh, sent me a screenshot of his phone with his uh, time played. Oh, game. you need to share this. <laughs> I, I, I can't see it. it. You can't because he shared it with me directly. No, no, I mean, um, I can't I see it because I can't tab. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will tell you right now. Okay, what's his top game? Dota 2, of course. Okay, I'm gonna say over 4,000. Give me an actual number. Okay, uh, 4,675. Christopher? Uh, 4,900. 9,377. Jesus, LV. Oh my god! <laughs> it's over 9,000. <000. laughs> Uh, he's also got 805 hours in New Work. In what? He's got 805 hours in New Work. So yes, we are all willing wow! to play... We're, we are all willing yeah. to play more than 500 hours of a video game. That, that's clear. Yeah, like... Oh yeah, for sure. But like, yeah, because it was like... It, but I just found it interesting because like it sparked this huge debate about people like, well, if it's going to take that long, I don't want to... And like, they're not saying it's going to take that long to just do the main storyline. Like, that's a hundred... Because they even they even went back and they clarified. And they said, look, the hour, the time we gave is about 100% completion. It's probably 80 to 100 hours for most people, the average person, to finish the main story and side quests. But 100% completion, you're looking at 500 hours. Which so, is fine. Which, I, you know what? But, to, okay, so to me, that even that's large. Like I a hundred, I do a hundred percent completion on on the Assassin's now, Creed stuff. Now, Neth, I'm also gonna I'm gonna clarify that. I don't have that much time because that is actually was even further clarified than one hundred percent. Okay, it's not just a hundred percent. That is seeing every dialogue option in the game. That is visiting every single corner of the map. That is turning yeah, over every single. Thing that you possibly can not just getting to 100% on the save file as it yeah. shows you 100%. That is literally touching every single piece of the game. That's not that 500 hours number for Dying Light 2 is not just 100%ing the save file. That is doing literally everything they have put into the game. Yeah. That's not just that's not just getting 100% on the on the plate. Yeah, no, but I do that. I, I do. That. But then have fun for five hundred hours. 
but but see even for me that's that's what's your playtime on witcher on witcher 3 i don't know but as it probably more than 500 hours no it's not more than 500 hours but i think you probably are in the 200 hour mark for that because you went and flipped every single fucking thing on skeleton <laughs> I would say that yeah, you're probably still over. I would say you're probably still over 150 to 200 hours just on Witcher 3 alone, and you didn't even do all the DLC, did you? I did. I did you, all did, of it. you did everything, everything. in the song. Everything. everything. Okay, yeah. 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 So yeah, you're still probably well over 200 hours on that playthrough. I don't know. I don't think I still have it I installed mean, on my Xbox because uh, I was going to say I could pull it up and tell you, but I I don't think I have it installed yet. As a point, if you're willing to do it for for uh, for WoW and all that jazz, why why not do it for for dying light is that just, is that just is that, is that just me no i mean i think it's kind of a i don't i i agree with some of the things people have said about it that people that it's that's a shitty way to Assassin's uh, Creed. <laughs> it's a shitty way to uh market the game i don't think you need to tell somebody that it's like it's a 500 hour game this is how we're going to sell this game i don't think that's a healthy way to advertise the game i think yeah i don't have it installed anymore i think saying um uh i think saying that um hey this game could be up to 500 hours if you really wanted to go nuts with it but advertising the game flat out a signal take you 500 hours to finish this game is a bit uh is a bit not healthy. What is the way to do it for my profile? There is. I, I I would like to eat today, by the way, guys. Yes. At some point he would like to actually finish this 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 episode up. Because I would um, like to eat today. We're coming up to the two hour mark now. Yeah, I I I've I've put something into host for you. You can do that later. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I think that advertising the raw game, the raw playtime uh, at its highest level is not a healthy way to advertise. I think, yes, there are people that that will be the big shit for, but I don't think that's a good way to do things. That's fair. I can, I can agree with that. There, there are a lot of games where it's just like, oh, the, the purest implication of this game will be that it has a very long playtime. It has a lot of legs under it, like Stellaris. Stellaris is a great game for that. Like an MMO, great game for like, oh yeah, there is an infinite amount of replayability associated with this game, or there is a very large time sink associated with this game. But the people who play those games know that's what they're getting into. They don't need to be told, oh, it's 500 hours of gameplay available to you. They don't need to be told yeah. that. Chris, what's your... What's your no, I agree. I I I kind of agree with it. It's a case of for me for me though. It's a case of I don't have an issue with. Because, now, now here's the thing: if they were if they were if it was a case of five hundred hours to one hundred percent, like just like the the save file, that, that's a bit much. Yeah, just just to finish the core gameplay loop and get a hundred percent on the file. Yeah, that's 
That's way too much. But if it's if it's if it's up to five hundred hours to do every single thing possible, read every single bit of dialogue, read every single note, read do every single little nook and cranny every thing, single little Easter egg. That's yeah, that that's like five hundred hours. I I'm okay with. Yeah, that's that's and, fine. And then it's also yeah. a different story when you're talking about like live service and things like that. We're talking about like a live service game versus a versus the a single player RPG. That's a big difference. Like a live service game, you expect that you're going to be sinking hundreds of hours into that. Mm-hmm. Like Destiny, I have thousands. Of, I have what was it, thousand hours in Destiny, whatever the fuck it was. I um, I don't even want to think about how many hours I have in WoW fourteen League. I don't want to combine like combine all of those. That's that's who. Mm, yes. <laughs> I have God. I I know my played is several years. I think in WoW, like yeah. my, my slash played is a couple of years. I think I'm a couple of months. I'm well over a couple hundred hours in fourteen because I know my my the the, the slash time or slash slash play time whatever, play time slash play time. I know it's a couple of months. Of... Um, what was the other thing that you had, Matt? Oh, just talking about, and we don't have to talk about it. I just thought it was interesting. They, um, IGN came out with this article on the best hundred video games of all time, and I, I looked at it, and I was kind of curious if what you guys had thought if you guys had looked at it because I was like, some games are like by their list are drastically lower than I would have expected. There's other games that are drastically higher than I would have expected. Like it's it in no way reflects where I would place things. And so oh, yeah, I was no. kind of curious comparison wise, like what you guys were thinking. Cause like, like they have All some this stuff. Is super subjective bullshit. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, I hate it, these kind of lists. There's, there's no logic to it as far as I'm concerned. Like it's like, what? I mean, um, I wouldn't for as much first... as I was going to say, I, I was just gonna say I don't like Warcraft being at forty seven for as much as the game is just meh right now. World World of Warcraft changed the genre. Yeah, I, I don't think. I was gonna say it, 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 forty seven is way too low for that game. For as much as it's it's not it's nah, no no right now, it's it, for which one for Warcraft. Forty seven is too I, yeah. low on that list. I don't think Undertale beats Super Mario Brothers, the original, or Street Fighter 2, or the original Portal, or Chrono Trigger, or, you know, Metal Gear Solid 3, or Tetris, or Doom, for fuck's sake. For as I much... I don't even like Undertale. I wouldn't put... I'd, it'd be either the very bottom of the list or somewhere around there, because I didn't like the game. For as yeah. much as I love Final Fantasy XIV, it should not be above WoW. Just because WoW redefined the genre, it should. This is this is all. This is video games of all time. This is every generation, all that jazz. WoW redefined the MMO. It should it should be much higher on the list. And as much as I love fourteen and is an amazing game, it should not be under WoW. It should not be above WoW. Yeah. Like it. It's just I when I, like I said when I was looking at it, I was like. Like how how did you make this list? Like what was your criteria for for making this? Because it it doesn't make sense to me the way they have some of the things. And it's like really you've got that there, but then you have this is like in the top twenty. Like what? Um, 
Pokemon Yellow at 43 above Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, like it, why is Breath of the Wild one? I have again, yeah, above StarCraft. Um, it's just a bunch of subjective bullshit, and I hate these kind of lists because it is the laziest form of journalism possible. It is like, it, like they've got Dark Souls at number eighty. Dark Souls basically sparked almost an entire new genre. Yep. They did spark a brand yeah. new genre, and they've got it as eighty out of a hundred. Like what? <laughs> you have. Apex Legends at 55. It's like, I don't, dis- I agree, I, I believe that as a subjective piece of writing, they are entitled to whatever they want to say, but to, to put this out, it's like, it, in a journalistic setting, this becomes, this is an objective list. And I know they try to fucking, uh, it's like they, they they try to make this uh this just reflects the current staff of I, IGN. I don't game. I don't I don't I I I've never really taken onus I've never really taken anything IGN says or puts seriously. out very seriously. No. Games journalism in general I don't really I don't really put a lot of credence into I, you know, this is coming from somebody who used to buy EGM and PlayStation Monthly and stuff like that every every month when I was a kid. I had a, a tips and tricks. I had a whole fucking, I had a whole uh, milk crate that was nothing but copies of video game magazines when I was a kid. Because hmm. I would scrimp and save, you know, my my four bucks to go buy a copy of EGM when it came out. Or my remember when bucks. they when remember when they came with like playable demos for the PlayStation Two. <laughs> I remember when they came with playable demos for the PlayStation, ma'am. I <laughs> still too. have, I yeah, still have a demo disc that has Parappa the Rappa and Intelligent Cube on it. No way! That's too I funny. That's we have so a, funny. we have a comment in the chat. Oh, we do. Let's see, I've had that close. Uh, yeah, and I agree. There, actually, yeah, yeah. no, a hundred percent. There, uh, Ultima Online really did very much set a precedence in the world of MMOs with a GUI. I mean, if you want to go even further back, you start talking about MUDs and uh, all of the, the Telnet stuff that we used to, that people used to do uh, as sort of the first MMOs, because they were mm-hmm. multi-user dungeons, the first MUDs. Yep. Um, it's sort of, and, and I mean, if you want to go even further back, you start talking into tabletop RPGs, you start talking about Dungeons and Dragons and things like that, where it's a smaller scale, but it's like, that's the highest level you could go at just in a personal setting like that. Uh, you know, you go from the tabletop, tabletop role-playing game systems, then you move up into MUDs, then you move into things like EQ and Ultima Online, who sort of, like, very much sort of set a tone for the games that would follow. Oh, Gav? Mm-hmm? Witcher, Witcher didn't track the number of minutes played. I finally found it. Ah, okay. Just hours or nothing in general? No, it doesn't track it in general. Wow, that sucks. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think it, I think fourteen is very much refining the MMO. I don't think they think they're really redefining the MMO genre as a whole. I think they're refining it very carefully, and they're doing a fantastic job of it. But I don't think that there's anything really groundbreaking or new in what fourteen is doing. I think they're doing everything that has existed up to this point better than anybody else has, though, up to this point. I would agree with that. I would 100% agree with that. Um, 
the, so the the reason I said what I said, well, for at least for me, because obviously in regard, it's, mm-hmm. that's the problem. All of this is so fucking subjective. <laughs> um, and that's the problem. It's, it, everybody is entitled to their own subjective opinion, but yeah. You can't post posit that subjective opinion as a article, a news article. You can't, yeah. You can't which is what IGN does so often. Um, I mean, they tried to cover their ass, but they 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 did not ever use the word subjective. No, they did in not. In their lead for that. So. Um, so WoW was my first major MMO. So for, uh, I didn't I didn't play Ultima Online, didn't play EverQuest. Those I I have no little to no knowledge on them. Um, I played Korean MMOs instead of playing EverQuest and Ultima. Korean so, MMOs. Yeah, they um, are rough. I played EverQuest to try it, but after I was playing, after I was playing WoW. Mm-hmm. Um, the the only reason that I said on on a list of best games of all time, uh, WoW should be above fourteen is because. And at least in my eyes, they redefined the MMO. They were the they were the big dog for as long as I have played video games. They um, were an interesting shift from. So it's it, it was an evolution of style, and that is yeah, hundred percent correct from EQ because the way EQ's whole gameplay worked was an evolution on say like Ultima or the Muds, and then WoW was an evolution on the gameplay style of. You and things of and Dark Age of Camelot EQ, things of that era, um, with fourteen being a minor evolution. But I feel like fourteen is mostly just refining and integrating things from other parts of the MMO genre. Now, don't get me wrong. If it was a list of MMOs, if it was a list of best games currently, WoW would not be on that list because WoW, the current iteration of World of Warcraft, is a hot steaming pile of garbage. The only good thing about World of Warcraft right now is their raid design. Everything else fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I 100% agree there. Like, they're, um, they're, the borrowed power system is just the worst. Um, and f- and you put it perfectly. What Final Fantasy has taken everything that other MMOs have done well and refined them to the point where yep. no one on the market can touch them in their system design. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, now, don't I, get me wrong. Get... Don't get me wrong. The 14 Glamour system is hot, steaming garbage and needs a complete kit yep, redesign from terrible. the ground fucking up. It's terrible. Because even because WoW has the best transmog system, it's system, it system, to clarify, system, yes. in, in any, out of any MMO. The way, that, the, way, the way that the mechanics of the transmog system in WoW works is hands down the best of the transmog systems that I've ever played I with. completely I agree. With that. But Final Fantasy has the best glamour options. You're talking uh, about the aesthetics. The aesthetic, the actual, the actual glamour aesthetics. The actual. I think you've got an agreement. I think you've got an agreement right there. Chris. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Blue hundred percent. The, the dressers need more space. It's not. It's 100%. not. It's not that the dressers need more space. It's not that the dressers need more space. It's not that we need more plates because we do need more plates. Um, what we need is Final Fantasy to literally take WoW's transmog system and dump it into 14. Because there is because because there is no limit on the items you can store. Because you, you loot the item, you store it. You have saved that into your glamour collection. 
there is no limit on how many glamour uh, glamour uh, transmog plates you can have because it is a drop down list where you click and apply. Yep. There's no limit to any of that, and that is 14's major no, issue with the glamour system. There is limits no, to it. It looks like this glamour plate is available to you until you go to put it on, and then half of it. No, that is apply that is actually that that does work on well. That is how that works. If you if your character cannot wear the item level wise, you cannot glamour it, even in well. No, yeah, yeah, but okay, so. My two characters, Black Mage and Machinist, different armor, right? Yep. So, yes. Where you can't put a cross-class item right? On. But you Which, can't do that in WoW either. I, I can't go I know, but if, if I'm on my Hunter, I don't see what's not available to me. But yeah. at the same time, I understand why That's fair. they've got that limitation. It's because, and this is something I've talked about before, silhouettes. Because a Machinist... A machinist weapon looks different when it's being held in an idle position. Also, also Neth, you can you can do that in the fourteen glamour system. You click the drop down and pick your class, and it shows you what's available for your class. But I not. Of, saying, no, I'm talking of the plates that I've pre-made. If there's a cross on it, then it means you can't use it. Oh, is there? Okay. Yep. Well, on, the, on the actual on the actual <laughs> item on. Uh, see, because I just I have them pre-made, and I'm like, oh, click, apply, whatever I feel like putting on, right? Yeah. I don't necessarily so, look at the individual. So when so when you when you've got it pre-made things. on the actual on each individual item, if if yeah. you can't wear it by the class that you're currently uh, as, there will be a little cross in the bottom left hand side. Ew. So I have to pay attention, is what you're saying? Yes, Ew. you have to actually look. I think I think that I think on the whole that there are a lot of games that do things better than 14 but it's all very narrow niches i think the way that 14 and yoshida and the whole team at creative business unit three or whatever it is which two, is the most japanese name ever and i love it yeah, so much I, I think that i think that the overall overarching whole that they've done is better cohesively than the individual parts of other games like i like i like the fact that new world is a pvp focus mm -hmm. i like that concept that new world is a pvp focused game its whole purpose is that it's for territory control and pvp that's something that i think dark age of camelot did something similar to that uh the pvp focus on it um i think that 14 has a lot of space to grow and get better because they don't do everything right. There's a lot of things that I disagree with how they do. Mm -hmm. But they've made a lot of... They've, they've taken a lot of aspects of a lot of other games and made them really good. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, I think that it's not really evolving the MMO marketplace, but I think that the MMO marketplace itself is evolving past old systems and how the old guard did things, so to speak. I think um, you, I think your tag of redefining is a really good way to describe fourteen. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the market itself though is evolving outside of what we've been presented as a traditional MMO over the last twenty years. Yeah, I think, and I think that's going to be the biggest driving force going into the future. And I think that's a lot of the reasons why there are so many missteps by a lot of MMOs currently on the market, is because the market itself is evolving. They have a choice. They either try to cater to the existing base, or they try to expand the game so that a new base they can get more bodies into the base. Should I quote Yoshi P? Shoot. 
sometimes it feels like these developers don't even play their own games. Yep. It's true, though. It's true. But in some cases, it's a generational difference. Like, you have a, a lot of times in some of these MMOs, you have people that are in their 40s and 50s that, yeah, they've been playing MMOs their whole life, but their design sensibilities are still stuck in an older style of MMO. I think that one of the things that 14's done really well is that they were they are very willing to slash and burn. I mean, necessary. look at a perfect. I mean, fourteen is a perfect example of the old guard um, sticking to their old ways. One point oh, the original launch. Yeah, one point oh was the old guard sticking to what worked in Final Fantasy eleven, not realizing that this is a completely different MMO for a completely different generation of players. Mm-hmm. You can't just keep designing the same game over and over again and expect it to sell. But then they, they redesigned it from the ground up for that new audience, and it's, now it's one of the most successful MMOs on the market. Yep. That's also a confluence of ju- a conflux of just a perfect shitstorm happening all at once. And let's be honest, that will never, never be able to be pulled off ever again. That's not going to happen. <laughs> that was so, the, this was a perfect shitstorm for them, this, and this, they were just positioned just right mm-hmm. to catch all of the uh, to catch all of the detritus. There was uh, literally the shitstorm that was 1.0 transitioning to a realm reborn will never happen again in the and way it happened. For like seven years, just like plodding along very comfortably, and then all of a sudden, WoW implodes, coronavirus happens, and a bunch of other shit happens. And it's like, oh yeah, we got an opportunity to just go fucking nuts here. And they did. <laughs> they rolled with it. Yeah. And yeah. it's, I don't, I, I don't think you will ever see a, su- uh, a, a success story like it ever again. I, I think you will, but I don't think it's going to be within the next generation or so. No, I think it's going to be a long ass because time. You need, you, you need people to forget what the forget the lessons they learned. Because mm-hmm. uh, look at because guess what? We're not quite forty years out from the video game crash. No, no, that's very true. Yep, we're not quite forty years out from the video game we're, crash. We're about we're heading forty at... years out from uh, the PS2 era boom and bust. Mm-hmm. Uh, the PS2 and the Xbox 360, where it was everything was booming crazy, and then you just had this long period of shit shovelware uh, being shoved onto the market. So it's like we're running on. Don't make me feel old. I mean, I was born like right after the crash, Jeff. Chris I was nowhere near there. Nowhere near. I was nineteen ninety. <laughs> the <laughs> end of nineteen ninety. I wasn't even a sperm yet. <laughs> the end a... of nineteen ninety. By the way, Jeff, you were you were a child during the crash. Okay. What year was the crash? Uh, mid eighties, mid early eighties. So I would have been about 10-ish. You, you were a child, okay? You were a child during the first crash. Preteen! Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you had minor, lesser crashes during the 90s also, and then you had a lot of issues during, <laughs> like I said, the shovelware issues during the 2000s and the early 10s. So it's like we're running on to another 20-year cycle here, so it's like we're at a very, we're at a, we're at a very good point right now. Yeah. And... It's it's the same as TV. TV does the same thing. We're at peak TV, as they keep saying. Uh, which we'll, we'll see if you know if it turns out to be just a bunch of generic bullshit uh, crap sacks, as it's been in the past. We'll see. Should we um, should we look at wrapping? 
Yes. yes. I, it's fine. Too. You can go ahead and wrap up. That's all right. Um, did anybody have any final thoughts or anything they wanted to talk about? I haven't do this. Oh, we're doing that again? We're doing that again. Or are we not doing that again? We stopped, we stopped doing, doing that doing ages ago. Doing that. No, 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 we didn't. Let's no, we stopped the notes. That. Take it out of the notes. <laughs> did Kevin fuck that up? Could Kevin put that back? Oh, my God. I, I might have been me. God only fucking knows. I'm, I'm taking we, it out of the notes. We stopped doing that. We were doing final thoughts uh, to kind of differentiate from being Azeroth Coast to Coast to this. Oh, and also okay. because also because do that and do, don't do that always seemed very forced. It was oh, always I like mean, last it, second coming up. That may have something. changed one of the episodes that I missed because the news It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> um, did you have any final thoughts, Beth? Or do that or don't do that. Your final one. My, my final thought is that we should let Chris go eat. <laughs> You had a do that or don't do that. Go ahead. You get your last one. Everybody. I think that was her do that. Let Chris go eat. That was. was, Final thought was let Chris go eat. Chris, do you have any final thoughts, my dear? Um, I I think that we are in a very interesting point when it comes to gaming. Um, Kings are falling. New champions are rising. It's (laughs) it's a it's a weird it's a weird time to be in, but it's an interesting time. I my final thought on all of this is that I think that there's a we we are living in interesting times period mm-hmm. um, in the gaming sphere I think that we're unfortunately starting to see a lot of a lot more coalescing and condensing the indie scene is still alive and well but there's there's a lot of coalescing and condensing of of developers that's continuing. Uh, the the exclusivity thing is getting to be again. It's getting to be kind of an issue. Um, I just I don't I I just hope that there is better better shores ahead for the gaming industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see. Um, yeah, just I'm hopeful for the future. Let's put it that way. I'm hopeful. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful. Yeah. Yep. Um. So uh, if that is going to be all of that. Um, um, that's going to be our show for this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Coast to Coast EU. Kevin is at SwingCat with K. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I, of course, am at uh, Gavril underscore ET. Neth is at Nethwinch. Uh, that's all for Twitter. Um, send us emails to feedback at tctceu.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, join us live on Saturdays when we record and stream the show here on twitch.tv slash ctceu. Links to today's show you can visit, uh, and for links to our Discord, you can visit our website at tctceu.com. Shoot us a review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, however it is that you put uh, podcasts that people just kind of like throw together at the last second because it's kind of a shit show. Um, listen to them there. Uh, say let the man eat, boys and girls. Let the man eat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>